Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I'm so excited for the guest that I have today and to have you on listening to the show today um, because I know you're going to get some absolutely spectacular um, suggestions and some very great information. So the first thing I said is, you know, want emotional healing? Take a hike. I'm not quite sure how that all works together, but we're going to find out today from a woman who is a mixed paramedic, nature adventurer, wellness coach, and has a company called or a program called Hikes Heal. We're going to explore what holds people back from feeling empowered and the magic of surrender to experiential coaching and the real power of nature. And I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. So please welcome Leslie Ann to the show today. Leslie Ann, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Linda. It's very much of a good pleasure to be here. Oh, it is. So uh, our conversation when we talked about you being on the show was just so rich and had such <laughs> magnificent things going on that I can't wait to see and hear what you have to say to our audience. So I like to start with your background. And I know that you're, you were a paramedic and nature adventurer, yeah. wellness coach, all of this. But how, how did you get there? What did you do? Well, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of the whole okay. backstory is because when I was younger, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I tried everything out. I tried very many things. But, you know, I kind of went into being a paramedic because I had this need inside to help people. So, you know, paramedics was amazing. I was able to help people, but I got injured on a call. And mm. out of hurt and frustration, my grandparents and my aunts said, you know, like, why don't you come out here to Vegas and live in Vegas? I I'm like, okay. So I went to Vegas, went to school. But as a paramedic, it was cool because I had the certification. So back in the day, I'm kind of aging myself a little bit. But the security department had paramedics that they hired on to work in the casinos. So with my paramedic degree, I got to be a security manager and worked my way all the way. I worked at various casinos on the Las Vegas Strip. And I even got my degree at UNLV in political science. Um, but what I fell in love with was actually helping people. And as a security manager and paramedic, that's what I was able to do. But then, you know, you always hit a crossroads. And it's just like, you know what? There was a couple really, really bad calls that we had at, you know, like a crucial time in my life. And it's just, you know, you look at your life and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do now? I know I'm not supposed to do this the rest of my life. And I analyzed and analyzed for a little bit. And finally with, you know, just love and appreciation from the leadership team that was at our property that I was working at, says, why don't, you know, you go ahead and get some coaching. At the time, I didn't know what coaching was. So I was like, okay, fine. And I got the coaching. And it was really interesting because this coach that I went to, she held her ground. You know, I was there. I'm, you know, you know kind of a strong personality at times. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> and everything that she, you know, had asked me, she didn't waver. She just sat there and just says, well, what evidence do you have behind that? 
And I'm like, this lady is not flinching for me. This is kind of cool. <laughs> so then I was just like, you know what? I want to do that. You know, that is something that I want to do. And I says, how do I become you? And she goes, well, you can't become me because I'm me, but you can become you. And I was like, what? So that saying just is like, uh, I don't know. Well, what can I do? So I went to coaching school and I got my coaching certificate, uh, became a certified professional coach. And then just, you know, with other situations, there was something really, really big inside that says, you know what, you need to find a way to exit out of your corporate job and build this up on your own. So I decided to leave and I developed my coaching company, Leslie and Coaching, and that was the biggest challenge for me. See, I love challenges, but that was the biggest challenge for me with trials and tribulations. That's normal for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a coach, I'm like, I should know how to do this stuff. I know how to do this as a coach. Well, I had to get a business coach because obviously I needed more coaching. And <laughs> we were talking and through, <laughs> and through a rough, because I had a couple clients and through a rough, um, kind of like an exchange with my client. It was just, we had the tough love talk where it's just, you know, if we're not willing to heal, so you're wasting your money on me and you're not getting enough out of my coaching. So I says, you know what, let me try one more thing. And I says, you like hiking? And she goes, yeah, whatever. I was like, okay, well, we're going to try one more thing because there was the blocks and there was the fighting. And I know when you're forcing things in between, you can't gain anything out of this. So we went on the hike and that was the most magical thing ever. Um, she was able to, we, it was a climbing hike and through that climb, we were able to little by little release emotional gremlins or inner critics or the naysaying part of yourself that says that I can't do this or I'm not good enough. And when we got to the top, it showed her in a way like kinesthetic learning that she was able to release whatever she wants. And I cried. She cried at the top because she was finally able to release a lot of gremlins that were holding her back. And from then on, I knew that this is all that I want to do is I want to be able to take my clients on a hike in Mother Nature. It's a three-hour hike that that we go on. And it's just the power of releasing the emotional blocks and the inner turmoil is, I can't even describe it. It's just something you have to experience because it's, you have the power of mother nature behind you and powers that I can't even describe that help you. And for me to be a part of their healing is one of the most amazing things that I am. So going from a paramedic now through coaching, coaching now helping people hikes heal or through our Hike Seal program, is just another way for me to help save lives. That's a fantastic story, Leslie Ann. Uh, and it's it's very heart heart rendering. Uh, I, the fact that you know you you went from being a paramedic to help people into security, which s- still with a paramedic background, um, and being able to heal. And I, I love the coaching piece. Uh, the tough love, because I think that's that's part of being a great coach, is not um, not getting wrapped up in their BS and really calling them on um, stuff that they're saying, they're feeling, the the wounds that they've had for years and they're not willing to deal with. It's almost like they'd rather be that martyr than to mm-hmm. heal it, because I think they get well. You get some emotional. Um, support from that and people 
you know, around you go, oh, it's so sad that you had X, Y, Z, rather than actually healing it and moving on and being able to use that wound in service to your clients. And I think that's really powerful. Yes, it is. And it's all of that empowering your experiences. Mm -hmm. And for me, now I'm helping first responders a lot. And with that thing is we go on experiences that some people might not be able to understand or grasp. Mm -hmm. And with my coaching background and my background as a paramedic and a first responder, we're able to communicate and understand and heal those wounds, but also use that experience to help empower another call or another patient, or even another person in the security field, or, you know, the fire station, or police that can go ahead and help them out and have that voice and listening ear that they can talk to, because it is about healing that wound. It's okay to talk about it, but you have to choose carefully who you're going to talk to, you know, to go ahead and get that healing. So it's amazing what just the elements of nature is. And it's cool because now part of the first responders, they like going and, you know, there is that stigma, you know, like if I can't talk to somebody because, you know, it's this shame thing, like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I need to, I have to be this tough love and I got to show them that I'm strong all the time. And I I admit I was one of them. Um, (laughs) and, and Mm -hmm. And it is hard, but what the first responders do now, it's like, hey, we're going on a hike. It's like, you don't have to say you're going to coaching. You don't have to stay with all this. You just say, hey, I'm going to go on a hike. They go on a hike, and then they have the most healing revelation ever. It's totally amazing. And I just want to shout it from the top of our mountaintops about how this is so cool. Yeah, and I think what you're talking about is so very profound because you're right. First responders, military, um, there's a machismo. There's There's a sense of... I have to be the strongest person in the room. I can't let my emotions get in the way of this. I, ha- you know, I have to be this stoic person and you know, hard as granite. So the fact that the hikes um, and nature take them away from that and allow them to open up and to experience and to feel those wounds the experiences that, that they've had, the things that they're hiding because goodness help us if I shared that with somebody and I, and I couldn't trust them to hold that sacred. But you're someone who can hold those, I want to say secrets, but those, those hidden uh, experiences and that kind of thing and hold them in a space where they feel safe and can work with them and heal them and not carry them with with them because I think that's part of the whole PTSD struggle is that yep. you can't let go of the horrific things that you've seen, felt, and dealt with. And so it's in your mind, it's in your body, and the only way to heal it is to be able to trust the coach that you have and to step into that really scary place, right? Oh, yes. It's, uh, and I was, I was one of them, you know, where it's just like, whenever you have an emergency situation, it's the people look at you, you're the incident commander. Um, Mm -hmm. but yet it's, you suffer at home alone. And so Mm -hmm. it's time to, you know, just build up a group and just allow the individual just to talk and say, you know what, I was scared blank, you know, out of my (laughs) mind on that call. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, 
and it's okay. And I've had a couple people doing that and um, just break down and cry. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not uh, here to like, judge you. Yeah. Now, Leslie, do you, do you treat this at all like a 12-step program in the fact that after the hikes or, or you know, do, do they take one hike? Do they take a bunch of hikes? Um, do they take hikes whenever they need them? You know, sort of how does, how does the hiking work? Well, it is a program, and thank you for asking. It is a program which is, it is the 12 steps, because with the 12 steps, I took a spiritual course on the 12 steps through releasing your emotional addiction. And Mm -hmm. that course structure program was the most amazing thing that I have ever taken. I mean, besides coaching and all this other stuff, but the most profound way, because we're all addicted to something in a way. And for me at the time, it was an adrenaline rush. That was the Mm -hmm. thing that got me so, it's like, oh, we're going on a call. I get the worst one. Or people would laugh, um, people listening probably right now are laughing because I love the sound of sirens. So if there's, you know, like an ambulance or the sirens going around, it's like, ooh, what's going on? Um, But that's just me. And, but my addiction, though, was that adrenaline adrenaline rush because that was the only thing that was able to make me feel something. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't releasing the past calls. So okay. that drains you for a while because pure adrenaline is not really all that good. So when I went through this 12-step program, it's kind of going through of, all right, this has a massive hold on you. And it's like, how are we going to release it? And being an incident commander in a part of a, of a critical situation or any, it's that part of, well, you have to be in control. And the first step is powerlessness. So with all of that, we go through the 12 steps to release the power that really don't have control over anything. It's, you know how to assess the situation and in the middle of a call, that's great. But you got to learn how to release that and just let the world take over at the time. So it's, you know, with that part of, Yes, I want the control, but yes, I want that. So there's a 12-step program. And basically we go, since it's a three-hour hike, it's a six-month program, so we mm-hmm. have one hike a month, and the one hike a month is we'll do the first two steps, you know, the powerlessness and all that, or two steps, a hiking session, and okay. then in between the hiking session, we have a phone call, and then it's basically how you doing, checking in, seeing what's going on. Um, they have growth work, because I don't like to call it homework, because I was not the best pupil in school, so if you told me homework, I just wouldn't do it as a rebellion, so it's the growth work <laughs> to... Yeah. So the growth work to go ahead and do things. And so it's a hike, a call, a hike, a call. And that's for about six months. Some people like to do a fast elevated version where they do two hikes a month. Um, So we kind of gauge it towards them. Mm -hmm. Um, Now what I'm getting is a couple people know that we're based out of Las Vegas. So they go on like a convention, say with their husband or their wife or their significant other well, they don't want to just go to the casinos during the day. So now I pick them up for a day hike. So we call it like a day retreat. Mm-hmm. And then they get some basic healing through that. So like a couple people I've helped are some people who've recently gone through a divorce or retirement or just refining and going through emotional healing in that way. Um, but the program, yes, is a six-month program. Uh, but sometimes I do the daily activities now with um, guests that just come to visit Vegas and then they're able to see, you know, all the different facets because people want to go hiking. Sometimes they don't want to go by themselves, but they don't want to go just to kind of like chit chat. 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have an in-depth emotional experience. That's that's amazing. Now, I have a question. What do you do with people who, um, okay, they have a they have a long history. They're still suffering from the PTSD, the the trauma, the um, coming off the adrenaline rush. But they're older, mm-hmm. and we've got mm-hmm. a, just a couple of minutes. What do you do with someone who a three hour hike would be a challenge? How do you handle their growth? Uh, and like I said, we've got just a couple of minutes. That's okay. So some of them we just do an hour hike. Mm-hmm. And we'll just do, but it's not really an in-depth hike. There's a couple of places up at Mount Charleston where it's just a walkway. So okay. then we'll just go on a walk because, you know, before that we assess their um, physical levels. Mm-hmm. And then what we'll talk about later is I'm also now creating an online course where people can take the hike heel course with them and learn from the comforts of their own home due to the, uh, like, physical limitations or they can't come to Vegas. or So we're trying to make it more accessible to them. Okay, we're going to talk more about that in our last segment, about what you're offering to our audience around that um, special hike. So I, I think this is, it's amazing, and I, I love the fact that you're taking people out into nature, and there's such a need to heal this sort of command and control issue that many people who are first responders, military, that kind of thing, find themselves in. And so audience, as we take our quick break, I'd love you to think about a time when you were put in a situation where you were in charge and something horrific happened. And have you released that? Have you been able to work through that? Or do you know someone in your family who's still suffering from that? If so, we'll be right back. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Women's Channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success.
You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. I hope you had a chance to sort of look at the people in your life to see is being in nature, is taking those kinds of hikes something that would help them in their growth, in their healing, um, in all aspects of their life? Because I think this is an absolutely stellar program that Leslie Ann has put together. I also love the fact that she's always had a love of nature and via hiking. She's taken many backpacking trips over the years and even used her paramedic drive to get certified as a wilderness first responder. Leslie, and what what kinds of things does a wilderness first responder do? A wilderness first responder is a little bit different from being a paramedic. So as a paramedic, you have all your tools that are with you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if anything happens, it's just right there. Well, as a wilderness first responder... (laughs) <laughs> well, yes, in the truck or in the backpack that, that's with you, you have to carry, but it's very accessible to you. Right. Um, now, as a wilderness first responder, I got humbled very quickly because all of my past experience, I thought I was this great paramedic. And when I got into nature, um, that's one of the powers that we'll talk about later, but nature is a way of humbling you very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had we had... Um, to do practicals, which is just basically tests to see how you could handle an emergency situation in the wilderness. And as a first, you know, as a wilderness first responder, you have to worry about the elements of nature. Like, what would you do if it was raining? What would, and somebody twisted their ankle. Um, You're in the middle of a wilderness hike and you're an hour and away from any type of hospital. How do you help that individual out? Mm-hmm. And you have to have a different mindset of being able to use the elements around you to go ahead and try to provide life, life-saving measures for that individual who needs your care. So you have to learn how to make a hammock or a stretcher out of twine and twigs, which is something I have never done. Uh, so that was interesting, learning how to do that. Splints. Um, I knew how to put splints on, but using the elements of nature or your hoodie um, to like if somebody hurts their shoulder or somebody falls down. But the most important one that humbled me immensely was a bee sting. So, mm. and, you know, I had the practical and it was an individual who, I mean, this was the practical, it wasn't in real life, who had the bee sting but started becoming allergic to the bee sting. Well, mm-hmm. as a paramedic, I knew the right medicine I needed to use to go ahead and inject into the individual, go ahead and give an IV. Well, I didn't have anything with me, and I kind of freaked out. It's like, this person's allergic, and I have nothing to do to help her. So it was, hmm. And then it was back to basics. You know, it's just back to basics. Okay, how, what do you need to do to remove this stinger? Get her down to the elements of where we're, um, watch your airway. I always carry Benadryl with me now so they can mm. go ahead and make sure that you have some Benadryl with that. So the little basic things, but that's the one because I started to freak out and it's a bee sting. I don't have my medicine with me. I don't have my ambulance or to call the doctor like, hey, or to tube the individual or anything like that. So that was the one that was very humbling because I had to go back to basics. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to learn how to take care of this individual. Yeah, and bee stings can be quite dramatic as well as wasp stings because they do. You go, can go into anaphylactic shock so quickly, and yep. with, and and if they don't carry an EpiPen, then you know the the idea that you don't have one. You're right. You have to go back to basics and and figure out how can we minimize the response until we can get her to a place where we've got um, medications and IVs and that kind of thing. But if if you're used to it just being right there, you don't even think about the fact that, oh, gee, maybe I ought to carry that with me. And then the, the question mm-hmm. becomes, how much can I carry in that 75-pound pack I have on my back, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because I am a creature of habit where I always overpack. Yes. Um, well, just in case. You never know. Well, when you go backpacking, the biggest thing and something that I help that actually helps my clients when we go is the whole reasoning of non-attachment or self-emptying, like only carry the stuff that you are going to need. So my what-if mentality is like, could this be a life? It's, it's amazing just to see the basics of what I need, but also as, well, I'm also the instructor. I still have to take care of the individuals. I still mm-hmm. then make sure that I'm thoroughly packed, have enough water, have to check. So it's very interesting to have that right balance, mm-hmm. but that's also in like you. You've got to have that right balance of what's too much or just enough or not enough. So it's, it's okay. So you can go ahead and go with the flow of life and nature. I think that's really powerful. So, Leslie, how many healing powers of nature are there? <laughs> well, that's a very, very, very good question. Because when I first um, started studying this, like, real invasively through a different set of eyes that, like, I've read in books or anything else like that, I initially saw 12. So it's just, you know, right. like, okay, the power of powerlessness. So it, you're really not in power at all in anything to do in nature. You have to learn how to adapt to your surroundings. So if it's raining, do you have your rain gear? Or, well, what road do I need to take? Because the compass on your phone is not working. So it's just, hmm. <laughs> so my <laughs> husband's a man tracker. So he taught me how to really use a real compass. And I'm still learning. I'm still mm-hmm. learning how to do that one, but it is uh, interesting. And, well, what, what they always said in the military uh, is give a, give a compass and a map to a lieutenant and they'll get lost every time. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> 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 I love that. I'm so going to tell him that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. I like, okay. okay. Uh, then there's the power of grounding. So it's, there's, with the positive ions and the energy because everything in life is made up of energy and there's so much amazing feminine energy that is in nature that heals you. It's the, you know, I really hate feet. That is one thing. I'm sorry to the world. That's not, I hate it. I think they're ugly. I, I've always hated feet, you know, um, <laughs> but they it's cure just you everywhere. It's <laughs> and then you know? except baby feet, baby feet are kind of cute. Yeah. But if you ground your feet in anything with nature, even in the dirt or on the, the stones or the grass is really good. I don't like anything in between my toes, but I like walking in the grass because you feel that energy that's with it. Um, that's so powerful. Um, if you can't ground, you know, with your feet, at least when you're walking, stop for a second, take a couple deep breaths and touch a plant. Don't think about anything. Just touch a plant because you really feel the energy vibrate through you. 
And it's really cool. So the power of grounding is just so, or, you know, you got the tree huggers. I don't like to hug a tree because there's tree sap sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to get all sticky. Um, but if people want to hug a tree, go ahead and hug a tree. Uh, another power is the power of intuition. And there's a couple different levels of all these different powers that we see. But the power of intuition is just sometimes you are able, because you're able to get away from everything and you're able to clear your mind. And once you know how to really clear your mind by mindfulness, by breathing, by being attentive to where you are, seeing your surroundings, there are these thoughts that come into your mind that are so positive. And it's just, this is the right direction I need to go and you trust it. So it's really, really trust that power to go through. But in order to tap into that one, there's other things that you have to do with the breathing and the, the mindfulness. And some people want to do meditating, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- those are so crucial. I mean, there's so many more that I can talk about. I mean, power of detail is another one. You got to know and pay attention to your surroundings. Oh, and yes. it's not for safety. It's so you don't get lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I got to know where I'm at. Like, I'm walking, but this is the third stone I passed is the same thing. Are you sure it's the third one or is it the same one? So on our hikes, I purposely get my clients lost because they think that, well, you're the leader. You should know where to go. I'm like, I'm just, I'm here along with you. You want to go there? I mean, of course, I know where we're at, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, which way do you want to go? Well, and then we talk about how that exercise, how well, how many other times does that show up in your life? Because a big mentor of mine told me how once you do one thing is how you do everything in life. So it's like, where else does that show up where you're not paying attention to anything? You're just going through the flow. You think somebody else is in charge or somebody else is going to take the lead or somebody else. But you're in, I don't want to say control of your own life, but you're in the only one that could really help it is you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that is a very powerful message, Leslie Ann, that you are in control. Where And where else do these things show up in your life? Um, I I've told a story before about we used to have to take a night march with our our troops or basic training troops. And part Mm -hmm. of that march was across an open field to a very narrow break in the trees on the other side of this field. And we were doing a nuclear attack, which meant blinding flash Mm -hmm. of light. Well, what does that do to your eyes? You lose your night vision almost totally. And the key thing is you can't let the troops know that you know it's coming, so you can't hide your eyes because then they'll figure it out. And so it's, you know, how do you, how do, you do that? How do you pay attention to the details, know where you're going, and yet still be able to give them an experience that, that they're looking for? So we're heading across this, and I have a, my drill corporal next to me, and the blinding flashlight hits, and I said to her, go. And I sent her across the field so that she could stand where we were supposed to go through. And all I hear is this slap. Papa Rose, are you okay? She said, yes, ma'am. I just ran into a tree. She'd missed (laughs) the opening by two feet because she couldn't see the little reflectors that we had. And she hit it square on. But she said, just just look for me. I'm I'm right here. (laughs) And we, we got there. But the troops were all going, was that planned? Or was that, you know, and it definitely was not planned. We did not do that. Um, but our marches used to be fun like that. I mean, I had a, uh, uh, 
pastor who said who had been in Vietnam and he, you know, they had horrendous rainstorms and everything else. And so we're having this really bad rainstorm. In fact, we'd had um, lightning that caused us to have to go in. And that was another thing. He said, we don't, we don't go in until the lightning is coming straight down. I said, oh, like that one that hit the tree over there? Because, yeah, I think we ought to go in. So we were back out the next day. And um, I said to him, so when is rain too much? And we need to take the troops back in. He said, well, when the water comes out of the top of your boots, that's when there's too much rain and we need to take the troops in. I went, okay. So we went out on our day march and I came back into base camp and I walked over to him and I said, you mean like this? And I stepped down and this gush came out of the top of my boots. He goes, yeah, I think it's about time to bring the troops in. (laughs) It was just, it it was just so, it was fun. Um, But you also got a chance to see how people led and how they dealt with situations. In a lot of cases, we needed approval from someone else, Mm -hmm. even though you knew that it was time to pull the plug, in essence. Um, So, Leslie, and one of the people, or the people that I often work with, come out of that kind of command and control um, background. Mm -hmm. So, in the military especially, you're told what to do. Um, I love the fact that people used to stand up when I walked in the room. It was respect, but it also <laughs> it's also an ego trip. Um, and it, it was hard coming into the, the civilian world and not have people do that because we just don't do that anymore. Thank you, women's rights. Um, but there is that sense of telling and commanding and controlling as opposed to using the more feminine side, which you know is more collaboration, cooperation, empathy, compassion, creativity, that kind of thing. Do these hikes help, I almost want to say mitigate or reduce the amount of command control that your first responders and, and anyone who takes that hike feels they need and can move into um, the softer side, the the side that asks as opposed to tell. It does. It 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 does a lot. And actually, for me, it was the first step that nature even did for me with the don't tell and um, or don't ask. Um, mm-hmm. Or I'm telling people and not asking people how to do things. I mean, that was you know my life. You know, mm-hmm. you have those stresses and you do it. So I completely understand that. And it wasn't until I went through coaching. And learned how to be a coach myself, where the the biggest revelation to me was those empowering questions. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that that's right. This is what needs to be done. Well, why do you think that way? It's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's because I've been assessed the whole time according to our policies and procedures. You know, it says you need to do this, 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 and this, and this happens. You know, or this, this, and this. And it's like, well, this is your life. Where's your policy and procedure book? It's like, um... I don't know, you know, so it's coming and knowing that and learning with, um, as I go with my clients, it's just, I love when they, when I ask them the question is, what do you want out of life? They're like, um, I don't know. They can tell me 50 (laughs) things of what they don't want. They don't want to have, um, be in control anymore. They, they're tired of things. Like they tell me everything they do or they don't want. And I says, okay, well tell me at least five things that you do want. And by the end of our first hike, because they're testing me out, you know, the hike too. I mean, we're building that, that, that trust relationship together. You know, I'm doing the same thing too. of like, okay, how, how hard can 
you know, I, I talk to this individual without, you know, the tough love. Like, how, how much tough love can they have that's beneficial before it kind of breaks up? So it's finding that perfect balance. And what I found out within nature is there is something about the feminine power with, with the, the Mother Earth and the Mother Universe or whatever you can say about it's just the mother at that time. The universal mother, actually, I like the word universal mother, is taking care of you at that time when you don't feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is noticing when there's no threat, a lot of their walls are starting to come down. So it's whenever I notice that they start to take that aggressive stance, it's the, okay, they're being triggered in a way, and right now is not the time to talk about it. We'll talk about it eventually. But it's just like, okay, so learning how to use just the, the power of love, actually, from mother, you'll feel that in Mother Nature when you're there for a while. The first couple hikes is kind of hard <laughs> to feel because you have so many walls and barriers. It's just like, yeah. what is this lady trying to tell me? We're going on a freaking hike and she's got an old school compass. It's right. just like, okay, what's going on? Okay. Um, so, Lisa, and I think and this is a great just, place to, to stop for right now. And after our break, we're going to come back and finish this conversation. Um, but while we're on break, I'd love you to think about your relationship with Mother Earth and the Universal Mothers, as well as do you know what you want or do you only know what you don't want? Because saying, don't forget the ice, what you will do is forget the ice. We don't see the don't. So where are you not seeing the negatives? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have one of the most interesting guests that I've had in in a long time, uh, Leslie Ann, and we're talking we're talking about um, how she coaches and and where she does her coaching, which is out in nature, and how much of an impact that really has on people, uh, and being able to make a shift from where they are to where they want to be. And we were talking about um, you know, people often know what they don't want, but when you ask them, well, what do you do? What do you want? There's that deer in the headlights kind of look like, well, I, I, I don't know what's out there. And you say, you know, the, the world is your oyster, T- you know, whatever you want to do. And I thought it was interesting. We, we were talking about um, women who have retired, who their whole existence and their whole identity was around family. And they may have had a job as well. Um, they have a husband, family, all of this. And that was their responsibility. And now these things begin to disappear. The children, you empty nests, the children go off. And, and if you have the boomerang generation, of course, they're back every five years or so. Uh, and, and so you, you go back to being a mom. But you retire from your job, and it's like, what's my purpose? What's my identity now? And, Leslie, and how do you coach them to really get out of that almost narrow focus and to really begin to use the feminine creativity to say, well, what if, what if I could do this? You know, these are the things I love. What if I could wrap that in like you did into a coaching program? I love to hike. I've, I found a way that I can incorporate that and my love of nature and, and all of that into what I do with my life, my identity. So how do you, how do you teach women who are in that place of, I only know this. How can I look at all of that without going crazy? Well, it's in, in, I take an alternative approach. So usually what uh, individuals will do in that situation would be like, okay, well, if you had no money problems or anything in the world, like what would you want to do with your life? So you can kind of like venture out into this fantasy realm and go ahead, I'd love to do this or this. And I kind of take it the other way. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what experiences in your life have you had? It's like, well, 
with my kids, I did this, or with my husband, I did this, or then when I did this in my job, I did this. And then it's kind of molding everything together. And it's like, out of that, what gave you the most pleasure? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, watching my kids succeed or watching their husband succeed or it's working together as a family unit to go ahead and do this. So then with all of that, then I say, okay, out of that, if you want, you can go into leadership. <gasps> I can't do that. I said, you <laughs> commanded, quote unquote, a family for over 20 years. You were the budget person. You were the one who were able to go ahead and do this. And I said, you have so much value. So it's showing them the value that they had all those years in the past. And then bringing them to this point and saying, okay, with all that value that you have, what is it that you would just love to do? Don't worry and about li- the kids. Yeah. And let's say, and that's, I think that's, that's the key. You talk about leadership uh, and you're right. Women, men for that matter, uh, mm-hmm. you know, have a lot of experience. 20 years, you know, running a family, uh, leading, making sure your kids got to school, your husband got to work, whatever it might be, and still doing a job. Uh, and there is value in that. But so many of, of those women, and I work with many of them, are reluctant to step into a formal leadership position um, there's a sense of I don't want to be that leader and so we go back to the command and control I don't want to be that mm-hmm. kind of leader when I did my family it was it was all from the feminine side and yes I could I could you know put on my steel magnolia hat if I needed to but for the most I part movie. yeah but yeah for the most part I could use you know collaboration and empathy and compassion and creativity to to move the people in my family, the PTA or whatever other things that I was working for. Mm-hmm. And the challenge is I don't have the skill to do this and to show them or teach them, here are the skills and you're doing them all, all already, but I'll make a mistake and I'll ruin their lives. I go, so did you ruin your kids' lives? Did you ruin your marriage because you didn't know how to do a marriage? Well, No. I have a very successful marriage, loving husband. My kids are great. They're off and doing wonderful things. No. Then why are you afraid of stepping into leadership? Because you did that in order to make a family. And in addition, you made mistakes, but you didn't make them more than once. And that's the key part. Yeah. So I think that's that's really important. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the fact that these women are saying, I can't do leadership. What's that? <laughs> Well, and there's also that because we, we, I think we have a false image of what leadership is. Mm. And it's just there's so much like in that family as being you're, you're able to nurture your kids if they had a bad day. You know, it's just like, all right, learning how to know your power by helping your kids grow. We all go right. through bad times. We all go through trials and tribulations. You did it for your children. So now what would you be able to tell yourself in the same situation? And, and it's just, oh, my goodness, I had no idea I can do that. Like there's a lot of things yeah. that you can do. We're just tapping into a couple things right now. Well, and, and so that's much of where it, we start to shift in a heel. Yeah, and let's say I think so much of it is in in the subconscious as well. We don't consciously think that we can do that, and yet it sits in our subconscious, and it's mm-hmm. it's our belief system in there that says, yeah, I can I can run a family, I can I can lead a family, but. I don't know how to translate that into something else. And that's where the, the power of what you're doing is, is in helping them to see 
well, you did it here. You can do it there. It takes the same skills. Uh, it takes the same belief system and all that. If you can do it here, you can do it there. Although Marshall Goldsmith would de- deny that. He says, what got you here won't get you there. I don't necessarily believe that. So, yeah. <laughs> so Leslie, and you have a free gift for our audience. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I do. And we touched base, I think, on the first segment a little bit about this mm-hmm. because a lot of individuals have expressed, well, they want to do it. They can't come to Vegas at such and such a particular time, but they want to know the tools. They want to know more about what, how, how they can heal in their neck of the woods or mm-hmm. how they can use their environment around them to do it. So through much thought, I have put or I am putting together all of my experience from the hikes, the 12 steps into an online learning course. And wow. the first step is called the, and it's interesting. It's uh, online building is, is not a joke. That's some, that's, that's some interesting stuff. But anyway, I put all of that information together and what we're doing is putting the, um, it, well, into a course. And our first one, the free gift is that because we're going to pilot and mm-hmm. so I have access to our free, free, excuse me, free pilot session. And the first thing is called Find the Treasure. And in that one is, in, I have the link that I gave to you. If you just go ahead mm-hmm. and sign up today that, um, to be part of the pilot group, to be hands-on training. So basically, you're, we're going to have coaching that's going to be done every day online. But this is the closest amount of access, and it's only available in the pilot group that they're going to have to me. So we're going to have weekly sessions. There's going to be a couple one-on-one coaching. So I'm offering that for free uh, because after the pilot group is done, then I'm going to be put out as the the flagship course. So it's going to be a lot of videos are in there of me coaching in nature. I have some of my clients who are willing to um, be videotaped on some of the sessions that we have. So it's going to be a very cool outdoor activity that's being brought to you in your own home if you have physical limitations or you can't get out or in Vegas right now it's too hot. Um, <laughs> so we can go ahead and really? do a couple of those things. <laughs> it is very hot, but Mount Charleston is a little bit cooler. So most of our hikes have been taken up at Mount Charleston lately. So, but it's still a little warm up there too. Um, yeah. So all of that information and everything we talk about, the powers of nature is going to be in there. The five, the five um, steps to decision-making um, mm. just so you can have, that on how you can go ahead and have the decisions to make. But it's also then what really is uh, the universal mother and how to take care of her because she's taking care of us. I'm a very big advocate of taking care of the things that take care of you. So a lot of the things with, you know, the litter and when you go into the courses, you know, people leave a couple of their dog um, residuals, you know, before you go on the course and everything. So it's just, you know, how do you clean that up? Because, you know, we only have one earth. We only mm-hmm. have one mother, universal mother in that context. So it's just we got to start taking care of her because she's helping us heal and we need her to heal too. Absolutely. So audience, I would strongly encourage you to take advantage of this. Um, it is a phenomenal program and Leslie Ann is just the coach to have in this particular area. Now, we, we talk, one of the things we talked about, too, was where your feminine side and where your masculine side comes in for you in your work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I remember, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how it's actually so, really so, be because I was, go. 
Yeah, so you said like the masculine side really is where is in your business and the feminine side is mm-hmm. more on your coaching. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Okay. You have that right because all the daily activities is that I need for my business um, to do, but yet the understanding, the compassion, the empowerment, the question, that is all the feminine energy that comes through. So it's kind of cool with the yin and yang, how it's able to help me evolve. Right. Really neat. And so, and so audience, you can have both. You can work with both and be very successful. Um, you know, we're ne- I would never say, you know, dump the masculine side, be only feminine, because you need both sides. You need that task-oriented, that command and control for certain things in your business. But you also need to incorporate the feminine side, and that goes for you guys as well, not just us women. So, Leslie, and as, as we're getting close to the end, um, could you give the audience three sort of last tips before we close. Glad I was thinking about that when we have it. So basically the three tips are somehow get out in nature. If it's your backyard or if you have plants in your home or it's even taking a walk in rain every like once a week, at least get out in nature. The second one is love it uh, by taking care of it. And the third one is to allow, allow whatever it's going to take to heal allow it to come in because we always judge a lot of things that happen so just allow her to take care of you all right so um very clear getting out in nature i think that is the one of the most powerful things we can do and i, I love the fact at least once a week i know we we except when it's really hot, and it's definitely not as hot as it is there. Um, although we did hit 107, uh, which was a real shock to my system. Uh, but getting out at least once a week and just being with nature, I think that's the key. It's not um, you know, taking a walk and not being aware of what's around you. And what part mm-hmm. of nature, you know, you're walking through. Because I think many people, when they run or they walk or whatever, they're not paying attention. And so being present and paying attention and being mindful, I think, is as important as the physical exercise itself. So, Leslie, and I really want to thank you so very much for being on the show today. You've given my audience some really great things to think about. And I love these three tips. I think they're absolutely stellar. And I know I'm going to take them to heart um, over the next week as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you again so much for being here for this episode. And if you'd like more information about Leadership Inspirations or the Seeds of a Movement Boot Camp or just the Art of Herding Cats, please connect with me either through the website at www.dare2leadwithlinda.com or an email at Linda at dare the number two lead with linda.com so until next time remember be courageous you. you're welcome leslie Ann. be courageous dare to lead and we'll see you next time bye-bye thank you for tuning in to leadership stars Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.